0: Good afternoon, this is Grady Edwards, uh, coming from Charleston, South Carolina with Across the Country Sports. It is a beautiful day today here in Charleston, about 70 degrees or so. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk about some sports. So, um, something that I really saw that kind of piqued my interest this week is um, this whole notion that. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski aren't really committed to playing next season, for sure. And, you know, I saw the report of them skipping minicamps. To be quite honest, I think it has a lot to do with the fact, you know, Gronk's been hurt. He he kind of took this Super Bowl loss. I mean, this Super Bowl loss seems to kind of... um. Hung over with everybody, especially with Belichick's decision not to play Malcolm Butler. And it just seems like everybody's kind of questioning Belichick in a way because aren't you supposed to do like what's in the best interest of the team and stuff like that? I mean, like don't get don't get me wrong, Belichick's a great coach. I mean, five times Super Bowl champion. You've been to I mean you've been to freaking eight Super Bowls, so I can't with the Patriots, so I can't really Question your acumen on that, but really, like, come on, are you really going to stand up here and tell me that Malcolm Butler was not the best? That Malcolm Butler was not the best cornerback to play on the field that day. I mean, you don't even play him. Like, I I understand, like, maybe if you play him like a quarter and you see like the game's not going well, and then you and then you bench him. But come on, seriously, this is a Pro Bowl quarter cornerback second. He was a second-team All-Pro, I believe, one year, and, you know, you a know, Super Bowl hero from a few years ago back against Seattle. I remember that. I loved that play. But that's a, <laughs> that's a totally different topic. But, um, oh, I mean, I guess it kind of relates, but anyway. um, But you're meaning to tell me that he wasn't the best man to cover um whoever needed to be covered that day or um, make the plays necessary to be made? Now, I don't really believe that. I kind of feel like... In a way, that was a turn of events in the organization, in a way. I think, I'm not, I don't really want to accuse Belichick of throwing a Super Bowl to make a point, but, you know, he does have a, he does seem to have a little bit of an ego, so, I mean, I don't know if I'd put it, I don't know if I'd really put it past them to say that, really. I mean... I don't know. I, that's... okay. that's... That's kind of a big accusation. I don't know if I'll go as far as saying he threw the Super Bowl, but... He was trying to throw the Super Bowl, but let's put it like this. I feel like maybe... He was trying to prove a point in a way. Not necessarily... Okay, not necessarily sabotage Brady and his offense, but... Okay, this is something... Oh, oh my gosh. Um... (laughs) You know, I just feel like he might have just been trying to prove a point in a way. Just to show, like, his, his genius in a way can't go over overwhelmed. And, you know, it just kind of seems like there's something going on between him and Tom Brady. I do kind of believe that, you know... There is a little bit of credibility to the whole thing, where Tom Brady's like, "Yo, Kraft, I want to play a few more years." Like, I played on play until my mid forties, and you know, I haven't given you any reason to believe that I'm slowing down. So, I don't know if he gave him, I don't know if he asked him to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, but I feel like he did get a Kraft and tell him that. And you know, now let's let's be honest here. Are you really going to choose a guy who had three starts for you? What was it? Last. I think it was. Yeah, it was the year they beat Atlanta last year in the Super Bowl, about a year and a half ago. Are you really going to choose a guy who's only had three starts for you over a guy who's. Who at the time had been to seven Super Bowls and won five. Now he's five and three, of course. But are you really going to choose that guy over Tom Brady, the franchise? That's like. That's about as sacrilegious of saying Oops, we found somebody else We're going to trade Big Poppy out of Boston No, you're not going to do that Especially a guy who's still on top I mean, look, Tom Brady He's only had one one really bad injury Throughout his whole career so far And to say you're going to pick a guy Who can't even finish three starts over Tom Brady That's blasphemous I mean, I understand Garoppolo might have a lot of upside and stuff like that when I look at him, he kinda i mean this is i mean this is gonna be like a really obvious comparison in my opinion because they did go to the same college, but he came out of a system similar to what Tony Romo played in and i mean. You either love or hate Tony Romo, in my opinion. I think he was a good quarterback. Not Hall of Fame worthy, but he's a good Pro Bowl quarterback. I think he made four Pro Bowls. But I mean, you know, you're just not going to pick a five time Super Bowl champion and arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. You're not going to pick Garoppolo over that guy. I mean, seriously? I mean,. It's one thing if Brady's playing like Eli and looks like he's on the decline. Okay, I give you that. It's one thing if, you know, Brady's playing like Peyton Manning a few years ago in Denver and you're trying to find a nice way to ease him out the door. And, I mean, luckily, Manning went out with the Super Bowl. But you're going to tell me a guy who just won his third MVP this season... You're going to choose a guy with three career starts and he got injured in his third career start over Tom Brady? Come on, man. That's just stupid, honestly. And I get Belichick was looking to the future, and I don't think he necessarily would have traded Tom Brady, but, you know... I think they, I think maybe they could have tried to find a way to keep him on the roster at least one or two more years as an insurance policy to Brady and see if they could somehow work it out. But eventually you were going to have to make a decision. And in this case, in my humble opinion, when a guy is clearly still playing on an MVP level and has given no signs of decline, I mean, no signs of decline, I don't really think you can just poo-poo that and even if he is 40 years old he's overcome the odds several situations man and you know he's always been the underdog and I mean he still is like people still doubt this guy and you know I just don't really think you can throw 18 years of that away when the guy's only had one bad injury and he's playing at an MVP level. I mean, the guy's always been protected by a great O-line. I mean, he's had serviceable receivers. He's played with guys like Gronk and Moss. I mean, I mean even without Gronk, he won the Super Bowl against Atlanta last year. So that's really telling you something about the guy to make people around him better. And, um... You know, they had to get rid of Garoppolo at some point, but I do confess they probably could have gotten more than a second-round pick. I mean, Belichick basically just kind of handed him away. I personally probably would have franchised him this offseason, but... uh... No, but with all the rumors of Brady and Gronk not coming back, I generally do think um, this team is... A little bit depressed right now they're kind of turning against each other not really turning against each other they're just more or less turning against the coach it seems like and it just seems like they're kind of questioning everything that's going on questioning the direction of the franchise because for the longest time this team was like no ego I mean, this is. I mean, it still could be that way, but this is what it looks like from the outside looking in. For the longest time, the Patriots were just do your job, no ego, best person plays on the field, get the most out of your talent here. But it just seems like from the outside looking in, like things have begun to change a little bit. Like you know, when you, a wise man once said, when you start looking at legacy, that's. Probably the time when the end is near, and I mean, I've heard that statement before. I don't know if any of y'all have, but um, you know, I just feel like now that Brady and Belichick aren't focusing on the task at hand, it just kind of seems like they're just looking around, worrying about their own legacy versus what's best for the team, and one of them, both of them are I mean, this is... This is kind of like how the Bulls broke up in a way. You had, uh, what was it? Um, What was it? Um, I don't want to say Jerry Stackhouse because I was an NBA player. Um, it was Jerry something, Phil Jackson, and Michael Jordan. Um, but um, basically the the GM of the Chicago Bulls was really up in his feelings, that he never felt like he got enough credit and stuff like that. He was just basically a dick to all the players. And he's basically the reason that the Chicago Bulls broke up because him and Phil Jackson kind of had a falling out. He was looking for replacements for Phil Jackson when Phil Jackson was still there. Just really disrespectful to the whole organization. And, you know, you, had a, you literally had a championship team in 1998 Fall apart within a matter of weeks at the at the beginning of the '99 season, at the lockout season, because everybody was up in their feelings, looking at their legacy instead of worrying about man, like instead of realizing, man, you know, we've accomplished all these great things together as a team. Let's go at this another year or two, you know. So I really feel like when you start looking at legacy. Maybe that's kind of the time to take take a step back and, realize, and ask yourself, am I still doing this for all the right reasons? How much longer do I want to do this? What else do I really have to prove? Because if you ask me, you know, Tom Brady, Belichick, those guys, they really have nothing left to prove, man. I honestly think, I mean... If you had asked me in the middle of this season, I would have said Brady's playing until he's forty five. In my humble opinion, I gotta take a step back and just say, you know, it seems like Tom Brady and Dolacek are kinda looking at their legacy a little bit, legacies a bit. Seems like Dolacek wants to prove himself without Tom Brady, which is completely fine. And you know I can honestly only see them getting together and this is this is just my thoughts. I believe Brady's under contract or 2019 I think he has two years left on his deal I really think they're gonna draft the quarterback in the first round this year and Brady's gonna play out his contract and no matter really given the circumstances I think Brady goes out in two years no more no less Plays till he's 42 maybe gets back to another Super Bowl wins one I think he's i think he's just really done after that because you can only do so much. You can really only achieve so much to, to the point where there's really nothing left to prove. And, you know, he has he has children that are growing up and stuff like that, and I think he wants to be there for his family. And, you know, I think he's proven, like, really he's just proven really all he could prove. And if he could play 20 years with one team, I think that would be a pretty reasonable goal. So that's two more years. I mean, Join the likes of Kobe Bryant to do that. Um, but really, yeah, um, I think Belichick's going to want to prove that um, he can do this on his own. Even though I think his legacy will forever be tied to Tom Brady. Well, I don't think. I know it will be because, you know, they've accomplished so much together. I mean, Belichick, he was a good coach before he went to New England, but, you know... And he was okay, but Tom Brady literally fell into his lap and you know all this happened, so but you know, that's my thoughts on this whole situation. There's some more stuff that I could get into with like Alec I think it's Alex Guerrero, his personal trainer. I'll get into it a little bit. Um you know, just just so y'all know what I think about that. Um I kind of think that Guerrero was undermining, you know, undermining the coaching staff a little bit, and Belichick has every right to um, kick Guerrero out of that. Because in that instance, you're having you're having a lot of players like choosing between professional professional, I mean, medical professionals versus Tom Brady's personal guru. And you know that's fine if they go to him on their own personal time, but I don't really think a guy like that has a place as a member of the team staff at um, the Patriots facility. But if he comes and goes and is just there for Tom Brady, then I mean I don't I don't see the problem with that. But I mean I think it, I just think it's a big multitude of things. But I think Brady and them, um, Brady Gronk, you know. Belichick and Kraft, I think they'll all reconcile this, and I think they'll have two more goes at it, but you know, that's just my thoughts on the whole subject, um. Please, um, if you have any questions for me, or if you want anything uh, answered at all, um, you can find me at Facebook, Grady Edwards, and just message them to me, um. I go to the Citadel in, uh, South Carolina, so, um, just look up Grady Edwards, Citadel, Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, I'd love to interact with you guys. Whoever's watching out there, so um, if you have any questions, uh, just um, you know, message them to me. You can also email me some questions at Um and I'd love to uh, you know talk some sports with all y'all and exchange opinions. Well, I think that's gonna do it for this segment this afternoon. Um, I hope y'all have a blessed day wherever y'all are across this country full of sports. um, I'm Grady Edwards with Across the Country Sports, and I'm uh, signing signing off. God bless to you all, y'all, and y'all have a wonderful day. Bye.